I have no doubt that the soul survives a death. You will discover that the other side or heaven is a place not far away, but is really right here at a higher vibrational frequency than ours. It's a dimension superimposed on ours, three feet above our version of grand level. A place where loved ones who have crossed over watch over us daily, sending messages of love, helping us and giving us signals that they are more alive than ever. It is truly our real home. We incarnate into a body on earth in order to overcome negativity and perfect our soul for God. We all choose a very detailed chart of obstacles that we need to overcome. We are all spiritual warriors for God, and when it is our time to return home, a glorious celebration awaits us. And now, the beginning of the visual podcast of Crossing Over, which you can find on Facebook. This is Curtis Knight and welcome to a special Crossing Over Episode 11. What's it like when you die? From all the things I have read, you do not feel any pain as your soul slips out of your body into a new realm, our true home, the other side. extensive research on the subject, here are the common themes and characteristics of someone that has crossed over. You begin to come out of your body and in fact you float above your body. You instantly feel alive and free from all pain. You can hover over your body for a while until you look and see a beautiful tunnel that takes you across this dimension to that dimension to the other side. You will be greeted by loved ones, 
and I'm told that your past pets are first in line to greet you. Feel so alive, so happy, so complete. Welcome to the show, Phil. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. How old were you when you realized you had this gift? Six years old. And what was going on? Um, I grew up in Northern Ireland. I'm the youngest of seven boys, and my grandmother had passed away, and I had seen her in my bedroom, standing there, very full, very lifelike. And she says, Philip, you have a gift. You have to use it as best you possibly can, and you won't understand what it means right now, and proceeded to leave, and that's when it began. Uh, where do you think the, the souls go after they cross over? Um, what you would call as heaven, or the other side, mm -hmm. yes. And uh, that is where, when you leave the physical body, the soul crosses back to its natural state. And so what is that like? What is heaven like? It's like earth without the war, the violence, the pollution. There's no famine, there's no disease, nothing. And it's in its pure state. So that's where it's essentially bliss. And, and do you think loved ones are always with us? Always, except when you go to the bathroom. Well, that's good to know. Yes. No, thank you. <laughs> that is good they to know. They take a break. Oh. And when people come to see you, are they always seeking comfort or... Yes, they're seeking to connect resolve. with the family members that they have lost, uh, their children, their spouses, their grandparents, and they're looking closer on specific situations that they have in their family. Now, Phil, how do you make contact, or how do you know you're, who you're speaking with? They'll tell me who they are, okay. their relationship to you, how they died, um, what's going on in your life, and I just relay that information. So it's as we're sitting right now, someone will walk through and they'll, they'll announce to me what their relationship is to you. Does this happen all day for All you? day, every day. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's intense at moments, but it's very beautiful in other moments. So I've learned to enjoy it and appreciate it. So and it's, it's given me a lot of strength and guidance throughout life. And do most people leave feeling good? Yes, yes. But they leave feeling the closure that they were looking for. There. Did you go to heaven? Yes. I mean, in, in every sense of the word, that's what my, what my experience showed me. His first recollection, he says, was being a speck of pure awareness in a dark and murky underworld. And then I was rescued by this beautiful spinning white light that had a, a melody, indescribably beautiful melody with it, that opened up in, into a bright valley. Just an incredible, rich, ultra-real world. Uh, of indescribable complexity. God was there, he says, and he encountered him through an orb of brilliant light. He soared on the wing of a butterfly with a beautiful young woman as his companion, and the young woman gave him a message to take back from heaven. You are loved, you are cherished, there's nothing you have to fear, there's nothing you can do wrong. It's a beautiful vision, but heaven? A lot of people are gonna say, Doctor, it was a hallucination. Your brain got zapped by this disease, all the wires got crossed, and you saw a girl on a butterfly wing and you were spinning up in a melody. I know this was not a hallucination, not a dream, not what we call a confabulation. I know that it really occurred, and I know it occurred outside of my brain. Yes, there will always be those doubters, that don't believe. But I have uh, traveled to the other side. Uh, and I can tell you for sure it exists. 
and it's wonderful. The lighting is like right before dusk. The temperature is always a constant, comfortable 80 degrees. You are full of life. Here is medium Tracy Lockwood, who talks about the scanning machine where you review your life. Uh, or punishment is probably what what I consider our life review process. Yeah. Um, and it's not something imposed on us. It's not like your eyelids are propped open and you have to watch it. You actually don't have to watch it or go through that process till you're ready. But when you are ready to sit down and review your life, you re-experience everything that happened to you from, you know, the, the thought of conception to the last half breath as you exhale. And, uh, but you do that not just from your own perspective, but you feel and experience your words and actions as if you were the other people. So if you were a pedophile, if you were uh, an, an abusive alcoholic, if you were someone who was not kind to other people, you will sit in their place. Is that judgment? I don't think so. I think that's because if, if the universe is all loving and kind, there isn't any punishment, but there is responsibility for our actions. And we are held accountable for our actions, not by a judge and jury, but uh, from what I've witnessed, just the experience of having to be the person that we um, maybe weren't so nice to. Mm. And what that does is it brings an understanding to that soul. And I find it very compassionate in the universe that no one's pointing a finger and telling you you're a terrible person, but that you realize, oh my goodness, I was so selfish. I, I didn't realize. And I often have people from generations back, sometimes two or three generations back, but very, very commonly, maybe a grandparent that someone has never met might come through. And I, I call it a generational apology. They say, you know, because I was the way that I was, because I was preoccupied, because I was, uh, uh, you know, selfish and focused on material gain or whatever, my behavior affected your parent in an adverse way. And therefore, their behavior affected you. And I'm sorry for that. And here Tracy talks about cocooning or comforting a soul that maybe has crossed in a dramatic fashion. Uh, and they'll be surrounded by these loving, healing energies. To me, they look like some kind of wraiths uh, and uh, angelic beings and sort of uh, spirits that come in beautiful colors like blues and greens and purples and uh, uh, pinks and and then there are these little kind of fluttery bird-like things and if if you could imagine what it would be like to have maybe six or eight or maybe even twelve Reiki masters uh, surrounding you and bombarding you with positive energy uh, that's sort of the equivalent of 
mm. what that is. Um, other people are met by their pets first. Uh, I saw one woman transition and um, she was walking as if she was an older woman. She was in her 80s when she transitioned. And um, so she was walking uh, with some, you know, capable but not really racing around. And off in the distance, she saw her, her cocker spaniel. And uh, that dog started running toward her and she cried out the name of the dog and started running toward her dog. And as she ran, she morphed from being the age that she had left the earth into this beautiful young woman with dark hair and lovely body, very strong and fit and, and beautiful and didn't even realize that she had shed the vestiges of her physical body as she reconnected with her pet. That was actually her first connection on the other side. Oh. And, and one more story from Tracy Lockwood, uh, Encounters on the Other Side. Thank you, Tracy. To prepare. My father, uh, when uh, he passed, uh, the last visit that I had with him, uh, I had given him a gift and uh, I had found a particular thing that I knew that he would like and he held it in his hands and uh, appreciated it for a minute and he said, you know what, I'm going to let you keep this for me for a while. And I thought that was so odd and um, he had also said, you know, I'm 65 years old and uh, I feel like I'm 17. And I can't say that I regret anything I've done in my life. And I thought, wow, I certainly do. So, wow, you know. And uh, as I drove off, um, he, uh, I looked in the rearview mirror and I had the oddest thought. I thought, he thinks he's not going to see me again. And I never took it in my mind to he's going to die or pass. I just thought, oh, he thinks he won't see me again. But I think he knew. And I think sometimes um, people that are uh, going through a, a slow uh, passing, they have all kinds of things. Sometimes they feel like it gives them time to reconnect and to make better some of the things that they didn't have. Mm. Uh, others are horrifically embarrassed to be a burden or to be seen in the way that right. they uh, are. Um, and, and uh, you know, the strain on them can cause them to need to be in sort of an intensive care for their minds and their uh, sense of being uh, sometimes. Other times, uh, people take to it like a duck to water. They're just like, here I am. Yeah. Yep, glad to have that over with, you know. Um, so I think it, it really is very particular to the individual, but... But yes, um, some people are aware they're passing. Some people stay in denial while they, while they are. Right. And uh, it can bring out people's best characteristics and the worst, uh, both for them and for the people around them. Oh, yeah. And uh, create situations where uh, those that are left behind uh, feel like maybe I didn't do enough. And uh, one thing that we don't really think about is that, um, you know, we suffer our grief and loss and uh, try to understand 
how to live life without a particular person present, but for many people that cross over, they suffer a grief on the other side because they cannot be physically with us. And so the importance of being able to communicate and connect uh, between the two worlds or dimensions is incredibly important for for both uh, both sides. And now I'm crossing Absolutely. over podcast 11, one soul story, two amazing soul stories. Do you believe in the existence of the soul? It's said that when a person dies, their spirit separated from their body. In this terrifying video, we're going to see five spirits leaving their bodies captured on camera. Are you ready to see them? Number 5. We start this incredible video with some images that were recorded by a surveillance camera located on a public street. In them, we see a shocking fatal accident. A car collided with a motorist who was killed instantly. In the video, we can see how the soul of the woman who was driving the motorcycle was captured outside her body. The soul left the body when she died immediately after the strong impact. Number 1 In this latest video, we can see another horrible, deadly traffic accident. While the health professionals are working, someone records the whole event with a camera. When he's recording the accident, he suddenly sees a dark shadow leaving the vehicle, right there where the accident victim had died. Curiously, this shadow also began to ascend towards the sky. Perhaps it's a proof that when our body dies, the soul has a new opportunity. What do you think? Do you think mm, there's life, life after, after death? death? Yes. I believe in life after life. Uh, but I've had extraordinary experiences that have reinforced my belief in the afterlife. And um, I have no doubts. We will all be over there. And it's such a loving, blissful atmosphere. So hang in there. Life can be hard. Life can be challenging. This is my 11th episode of One Soul Story and probably my last. I may reemerge if I have some creativity and new ideas for further podcasts. But I've enjoyed this experience. I hope I helped somebody out there. Thank you to all my listeners here in the U.S. and in some countries across this great country of ours, Earth. Earth is our country. Love one another. Accept one another as they are. I love you all. Thank you very much for watching this episode of Crossing Over. Love you all. God bless you.